This is a special edition of the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. Chad, you ready for this? I've been ready. I've <laughs> been so ready for this one. Are you ready? Actually, I know you're ready because I just I watched not. you. Oh. There's nothing more dangerous Pre-show. than a guy that doesn't have a notebook in front of him. You're like, you, you got it all in your head. You're ready. You're yep. going to ace this test. No, you, you have, you've known me long enough to know that I just <laughs> everything I do is on the fly. But you are frantically scribbling notes over here frantically. about this show. This is great. No, it's not. This is good. It means I'm being less candid. I need it. I'm just gonna throw the. I'm just gonna throw it <laughs> rip away. Rip it up. I'm rip just, it up. Yep. I ripped yep. it. He ripped it. The notes are ripped. So this is a special edition of the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. <laughs> and I'm still Chad. And I am still Kevin. Even though that this is a special show. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Tonight we're gonna bring you part do. Do. Part. When I say do, I think of like. Hot shots part two. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing I think of. And I think being there was, confused was there a naked at what gun? that meant. Was there a naked gun part two? There was a 33 no. and a third. Yeah. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I mean. Um, so this is part movie. two of our, our interview with Dan Franzak and Amelia from uh, Healthy Roster. Yeah. Uh, we got a little bit into, um, I guess, uh, let's just be honest here. You know, when we met them at the NATA, yep, we're walking through the exhibit hall. Correct. I mean, and it's like you're shopping, right? And there's toys everywhere. Yep. And then there's services. Uh huh. And I'm guessing a majority of the people are like wanting the newest, latest, greatest toys. For sure. Slash free stuff. The free, free stuff. stuff. Free is, stuff. Free stuff yep. is super important. Mm-hmm. But after talking with them and, you know, sitting down with Dan and Amelia and kind of hearing what they have, it mm-hmm. may, may not be the shiniest toy on the shelf. No. But this is a pretty cool thing that they've got going on. Yeah. And let's be honest, how many people at the NATA really want to talk about an EMR system? No. I didn't. You don't. You go not into it wanting... Gadgets and gizmos. Yeah, and then like what? Okay, so what's what's this booth handing out for free, mm-hmm. or what are they giving away as a prize if I listen to this guy's blurb for five minutes and pretend I'm an inter- I'm interested? Yeah, yeah. But when you boil our job down, mm-hmm. right? This is actually a this is something that's going to help you. Yeah. Do your job. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of products there are going to help you do your job. But like, I just got, I got excited after our talk yeah. uh, about how this could change athletic training and make us more efficient and just mm-hmm. better at our jobs. The gadgets assist us. There is a little bit of, there is a little bit of gadget to this, but at, well, sure. But it's, a, we say it a couple times in the upcoming show, but it, it EMRs, Keeping medical records Sucks. is horrible. 
Nobody, but at the same, but it's a necessary it. evil. Yeah. We have to do it. Yes. Right. So if you have to do it, why wouldn't you want to do it the most seamless, easiest? Yeah. If you're gonna do it, do it right. Do it you right. Know? Yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. You just hit it on the head right there. And if you have to do it, you might as well just do uh-huh. it the right way. Uh huh. Um. And I think we're getting closer. I mean, a, a lot of platforms out there. So I mean, it just means the market is becoming aware that people want certain things. Mm-hmm. Athletic trainers want certain things in their EMR that this platform can offer better. Um, and now we've had a chance to kind of futz around with the old yeah. healthy roster app. Yeah, so let's just get into the interview, and then um, afterwards we'll, let's talk about what we've found so far. I like it. All right. Let's switch gears here a little bit. Okay. Um, tell us about the company and how sure. and why. Um, how how did it come about? Yeah. yeah. So, to go back just a bit, my um, I had a preview after I got out of television. I'll make the nice segue here. Sure. Yeah. After I got out of television. That's a um, professional like that's term. A professional you, term. You've just done it. I've just done it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we'll teach segway, each other through this. Yeah. Here's a little segue. So, um, talking to Dan Franzek about his television career, and now we're going into healthy roster. So we did a. Um, I had a friend up in Cleveland who we went to high school at neighboring high schools, and we um, played fantasy football together. And the last time I saw him was my sure. senior year. Do you of high still school. play? Uh, I haven't played in a while. Okay. I played okay. in the league with you, but it's been a couple of years. We have a work one, and he's not on it now. Yeah. Well, are you doing well, Amelia? I'm not too bad, actually. What, yeah. What's the oh. team's record this year? I think it's like four and three. Four okay. and four? Nope. Can't be. Ten, Can't ten be? weeks oh, in. We got ten, ten weeks, weeks in. in. That's you okay, how much I don't pay attention. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, though, is oh, my quarterback. He's, yeah. on, he's on bye week. You might want yeah. to get him out of your I know. He's, he's off. Yeah. I know. He's, he's on my bench right now. They're a running team now. Right? <laughs> so weird. Okay. So you're... Yeah. Okay. So we met each other. No, no. I can talk Aaron Rodgers, too, if you want. So we... We met fantasy football, and then we didn't see each other for a long time. He went to Bowling Green, which is a college in northwest Ohio, Mm -hmm. and I went to Ohio State. Mm -hmm. We didn't see each other until later on, and I'm covering a Buckeye game one day. And I actually see him down there, and for whatever reason, I had his phone number still. And I texted him, and I said, "Uh, nice seats, because he was down on the floor. I'm covering the Mm -hmm. up in the media side. And uh, that turned into, let's get together for coffee. He had just taken over a company called Digital Scout. Digital Scout was a stat tracking Mm -hmm. app for coaches. Mm -hmm. Coaches were using it to keep track. Um, You know it? Um, I only know it because I uh, was on your Twitter. Oh, okay, cool. I scrolled back and saw you had a lot of uh, a lot of tweets from back. Yeah, day. yeah. The digital yeah. scout. Days. I didn't know how to tweet. Was it digital scout? You said digital <laughs> I still don't know. I was just, I was trying whatever. Oh yeah, digital scout. Okay. Yeah. So we, um, so he brought me in because of my kind of high school sports knowledge. That's mm-hmm. who was using okay. the app. It was high school coaches. Cool. So he and I basically just said, and Amelia was already working there too. Um, wow. So we've known her for a long time. Which, she, sorry, yeah, what, is this? when is this? Yeah. 90, oh no, this was 2011. Yeah. 2011. So eight years 90, ago. Ooh, I yeah. know, I was going to say, I'm not that old. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, no. You were a baby in that idea. Um, okay, so, yes, yeah, so this was 2011. He brought me on, and we decided to change things up. Um, we decided instead of selling it to coaches, mm-hmm. um, it was still Palm Pilot too a lot, by the way. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Turned it into yeah. apps. Um, we decided that we were going to give it away for free. And, and that probably sounded at the time like a crazy idea. It was crazy. 
the owner was like, are you serious right now? And we said, yeah, we're going to do that. And what we did was we decided to monetize the data. Mm -hmm. um, so initially, Nathan, my co-founder, Nathan Hurt, uh, brought me on to help uh, with the high school state associations. And we just decided at that time that wasn't really how we were going to go. We're going to give it away to the coaches. We're going to monetize the data. I'm going to use my media connections to try and sell and monetize the data that we were getting in. Because as soon as we gave away the apps to the coaches and gave it for free, they started using it all over mm -hmm. the all over the country. We had 11,000 high schools at one time using the app, and it was live data that was coming back because it was on the app. And so we built an ESPN.com for high school sports. Wow. And then we ended up selling that in 2014. Um, I didn't own the company, neither did my co-founder, so we didn't, we didn't make millions on it, sure. but um, we had a good piece of that, and we said, what are we going to do next? And that was the genesis of Healthy Roster, and the idea for us was we wanted to stick with sports, but we had kids who were getting older and staying active in sports, and we wanted to really just keep them, keep them healthy, keep yeah. them active, and how mm -hmm. do we do that? So we just started digging in. And so I, as a concerned parent, is like, how can I help? That's it. Okay. I wanted something more meaningful. And not that the stats and dealing with that wasn't meaningful, not that television wasn't meaningful, but it, it really wasn't. It you wasn't fulfilling to me at the end of the day. Something more rewarding. I did. So and spoken I like a true athletic trainer. There right you there. go. That's what I'm saying. Like mm -hmm. I mean, you guys have like a purpose of what you're doing. And I found that out pretty pretty fast. Not that I didn't know already because that's who I went to. I went to my former athletic trainers at Ohio State that I had earned a rapport with mm -hmm. and I said what what can I do to really bridge that gap for the parents primarily um, of athletes who want to get in the know of what's going on so that we can have resources because honestly I didn't know my co-founder Nathan um, he had an instance where he's at a hockey rink his son gets hurt doesn't know what to do he's really hurt his son and he's looking around and finally somebody says you know why don't you just take him to the children's hospital in town I said okay we goes back to that arena and takes a look, and there's billboards all around the arena with the the health system in yeah. town. It's like mm -hmm. they're paying for that sponsorship there. Why did he not go to that mm -hmm. facility where they're paying to have their logo blasted everywhere? Mm -hmm. It just what he didn't make the connection. So there has to be a better way to make this connection. There has to be a better way for parents to know what to do at that time of injury. There has to be a way to bring everybody together from a communication standpoint to make it more cohesive and streamlined. And there started Healthy Roster. Let's start with the communication piece, and then let's build in the EMR. And I kid you not, guys, um, as you talk about off-camera, off you were telling me about your uh, how you started Candid ATC. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I was at St. Louis in 2015, and I literally had a phone, and it was just pretty much FaceTime. <laughs> and I'm like, look, you can talk to somebody. And this, this is how athletic trainers are going to talk with people and okay. other people and doctors and parents. And that's really all it was. And we just kind of built it up from there. So it, be, it began as a platform of parent can go on to app and directly get in contact with an athletic trainer or doctor Correct. and say, what should I do? Okay. Exactly. Very cool. That's how it started. But there were logistical problems about that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, very well, much so. What right? were they? Well, the problems were is that number one, um, we had a straight to consumer approach at that point, and that wasn't the way it was going to work. It it, it would be too. It'd be like herding cats. It's like no way we can do that. We had to figure out a more strategic play um, to get them involved. Mm -hmm. And the point was is that we had to incorporate the athletic trainers into the play. 
nobody was interacting more so with those kids than mm-hmm. them throughout their entire career, right, as an athlete. So they were the key. And that's where the EMR came in. Because I said, I need them to talk to the kids, to the parents. I need them to talk to the coaches, mm-hmm. which you already were doing, but just not in a necessarily HIPAA-compliant uh, way. I needed to streamline that information, so I built an EMR. Um, and so we, we became mobile first all the way um, with our apps, with a documentation, mobile EMR first, and then incorporated the communication into that. So it became one, and everything was all-in-one, all-encompassing there. So from, from idea to launch, yeah. how, what, 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 what's that time frame? So here enters my third co-founder. Okay. So Nathan and I, um, and Amelia was in, in the wings too, like getting ready to help us out. Um, we had her pegged right from the get-go to help us get this going. The idea was, um, all right, I can sell. Nathan had, knew the operations side and could fundraise, mm-hmm. um, but we, didn't, we couldn't build it ourselves. So we had tried offshore in, in the past with previous companies, but we knew we couldn't do that. So we brought in a third co-founder and split everything up a third and we brought in his name is Sean Price and he's our third co-founder and he is the technical genius behind the platform and we basically just said okay here's what we think here's what we can do and we had to basically prove it out and get customers first before we really built it out we followed the MVP model minimal mm-hmm. viable product yep and that's what we that's what we did so what were what were some of the early what was the early feedback like early feedback was um, yeah I mean that's great but um, the communication thing's great, but um, you know I, I don't want to have to do this over here and then log something in sportswear or ATS over here. Double mm-hmm. dip, yeah. almost like twice double the work. Entry. You're doubling the yeah. amount yeah. of work. Yeah, I'm like, well, why not? You know, this is a really valuable. Well, do you know how much work I'm doing already? Well, all I see is on Saturdays when I'm there covering a game. So no, please mm-hmm. tell me. So we got it. We dug in. We dug in really hard and figured out what their needs were, what their flows were, what your flows were, um, and I needed to make your jobs easier. I needed to not only do that, but our our really our motivation, um, our, our our motive for the company really changed. It was keeping kids active and healthy, but also validating the role of the athletic trainer. They went hand in hand because I felt like if I was able to validate that role of the athletic trainer, then I would do better business and my kids would be healthier as a result of it. Um, because I'd have more of you covering my kids. Um, that's really what it came down to. It was pretty selfish. I just wanted my kids to be healthy. (laughs) I hear work less, and it's very appealing to me. (laughs) Yes. You get the options of doing more work or less work. I don't know why you wouldn't want to do less work. I mean, we definitely gave ourselves more work when it was all said and done. But for you guys? For us. For us, though. For the athletic trainers. Well, I mean, it just, I don't think you're doing less work, um, but you're doing more strategic work that aligns with, um, that aligns with whoever your employer is. you're out there for a reason, and I wanted them to see why you were out there. There's there's a reason you're out there, and some people don't know, um, and that's that was another thing I found. I went around early on, and people didn't know that the athletic trainer was working for sometimes the hospital or right. the college. They had no idea. They thought they were one of the coaches. Yes. I'm like, well, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. They need to know that they have this resource out there and who they work for. And the, their bosses need to know that they 
are working for them. And it's it's got to go beyond just the logo that's on the shirt because people aren't going to pull that together. There's got to be some continuity in that communication. And what we found was once I put that EMR in there, people were talking more. They were communicating around those injuries more. And everything was looping back in, back to that healthcare system at the end of the day, which was the majority of my customers early on. And they were starting to mm -hmm. see more return on investment because they were doing better business, because they were documenting more and involving the parents more inside that communication. So would you, I mean, when you talk to athletic trainers, um, obviously, because I've heard you guys do a lot of roundtable discussions. What, mm. the, the documentation side of it, I mean, it's such a huge <sighs> necessary evil, yeah, shall we say, for the athletic trainer. Pain in the ass, Chad. It's, yeah, it is the pain in the ass. Can we say that? Yeah. Oh, yes, we, we, we can. We can say anything, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, tell us, I mean, is that the feedback you got? Or, yeah, no, we don't. Then... We, we followed that MVP model the whole way through. We still do to this day, um, and we can talk about that with SAFE. That was one of the other things we did with our mental health thing. Um, we grab people, current customers, future customers, and we only build things where there is massive volume or appeal when it comes to that. And there was no doubt um, a need for not only streamlining the communication but making it easier to document um, because it is such a pain in the ass, I said it too. Yeah, you said, right. it. Okay. you said it. Okay, right. it's official now. All right. Yeah. Um, Chad swore on the podcast for like the first time a week ago. Oh, so. you did. So yeah. this is fresh, new yeah. for him. We have Kevin's the one that lets it fly. Oh, okay. I try and I try and reel him in a little bit. Okay, yeah. well that's it for me. I'm my <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's no, kind of liberating. It is. <laughs> I feel so so liberated. Oh, I'm so glad you guys are on my level. <laughs> um, no, but. So there was there's a, a point of when the injury occurs on the field to when they get back to the training room where um, they were telling us they needed some they needed to document that because they weren't necessarily getting all the details that they necessarily wanted to get back there and they wanted to prove their worth out there on the field and in the treatment room. Mm -hmm. So we streamlined that. We made it really quick. So okay. everything can be done on the app. The only problems that we're hearing back from documenting with the app is that People think that I'm like looking at Facebook or something like that if oh, I'm sure. documenting. Sure. But that's not the case anymore. Like everybody knows that because they see the healthy roster mm -hmm. and the parents are starting to use it, they know, especially after the injury occurs, yeah. they're doing their job. Heaven forbid right. we're not paying attention. Yeah. You're always paying attention. Yeah, that's yeah. The, yeah. like and that's part of it too. So we added voice automation. It's like, well, I don't Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I don't want to <laughs> sign me up for that. No, seriously. It's like, well, I need to be keeping my eyes on the field. I don't want to just be doing my soap notes all through the app, you know, just like that if I need to keep track of other things that are going on. Yeah. But you can. You can voice automate everything inside your soap notes and do it yeah. right there. If you're just doing a simple injury log, 15 seconds on average, right, Amelia? Mm -hmm. I think, Kevin, you talked about that a couple of weeks ago. You, would, you would give him all your money. You would empty all of you my said money. You're your bank account would be empty if you yeah, could get so that. One, like one of, <laughs> one of our top, we do a top five segment, right? Yeah. And it's kind of family feud style, whatever. And it was, what would you splurge on or what, what, what would you not spend money on? Or yeah. one of the two. And we talked about documentation being like, if there could be a way to make that go as fast as possible and as streamlined as possible, Sign me up immediately. Well, a lot like, of people have followed that I mean, philosophy. Yeah. That's we've grown, and I'm 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 not. I won't give you numbers, but we're we've doubled our. I won't give you specific numbers. But <laughs> we've doubled our growth each of our first four years. Good, and that's primarily the reason because so that's, um, that's sixteen it. fold if you do the math. 
16 two fold. times two times two times two 16 <laughs> fold do, wow. doing well um probably pretty accurate <laughs> um so good that's been the case though yeah, it's good. because we've made it easier for them to do their job and again at the end of the day validate everything they're doing the reports it's all like live data so there's never into question like mm -hmm. well how many kids did you refer into the hospital or how many treatments did you do or right. are you really doing uh, enough to validate our relationship with this school right now right. yeah it's all right there and it's instantaneous well and you're here this week and you're up in milwaukee yeah. for a third party reimbursement symposium That's so i assume it ties in fairly nicely Absolutely. I mean, this is just part of my continuing need to learn about what's next um, for not only what we're doing, but for the industry. And these are people who are like-minded and forward-thinking that are trying to think about how we validate uh, what the athletic trainers are doing. How do we bring more value to the table or at least show more people that there's value? So I align with these people uh, a lot. I love coming up here because they're big thinkers. Um, most of the Wisconsin athletic trainers that I deal with are big thinkers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you just met two who aren't. <laughs> All right, so that's the end of the podcast for today. So, uh, Another segue. <laughs> so what's been your biggest success story um, in the first four years then wow. with Healthy Raster? I mean, what would you, what was, like, a t is there a tipping point or like, a, hey, we've, we're, we've really done something good here? Oh. So I'm not, this is crazy, so. Um, it, nothing's crazy, yeah. This it's pretty crazy. So, um, it happened last weekend. Okay. Yeah. And it was the biggest me for me personally. So my daughter, um, I won't get it in too much. I don't know if she would want me to say, but let's just say um, we met some family friends for the first time in like 16 years. Mm -hmm. okay? okay. Hadn't seen them in 16 <clears throat> years. And they told us they were going to be in Columbus. And so they came, uh, we're like, holy cow. Yeah, we'd love to see you. It's been 16 years. And we figured out a way to meet up. We saw them and we're talking about what we're doing and catching up on life after 16 years. And they're down in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm in Columbus, Ohio. Mm -hmm. So they're talking, they're talking, and they're like, well, um, so my kids play sports. I'm like, yeah, our kids play sports too. And um, he just got hurt. He just had a concussion, so we weren't sure we were going to be able to make the trip up. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's 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 a tough one. I know all about that and, you know, how to document all those kind of things. And like, yeah, that's funny because I just got, like, this notification through this app the other day. And I had no idea what it was, but I downloaded it, and I felt, like, so connected to my athletic trainer. I'm like, what's the app? <laughs> and, and, she, and they didn't know. They had no idea. She wow. pulled it up, and it was the Healthy Roster app. That's awesome. She was working with uh, folks down at Northside in Atlanta. Um, was the uh, Amelia's account? Oh, cool. They're they're amazing. Did I tell you that story? No, you didn't. That's that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I was just I was like, okay, this is really wow. cool because this is not only was it I built it for my daughter, uh -huh. but now my friend who I haven't seen in sixteen years, their kid used it, and it felt really yeah. good to know that in the original vision, just help the kids keep stay active and healthy. Yeah. And if that's I can really do fun. more of that for kids, then I feel like I've accomplished my goal in life. That's really awesome. You see, see the immediate benefit to something yeah. like that. Well, I mean, and it's not just it's not just the documentation that she got right away because there was an injury. It's like, oh, okay, now we need to talk about this, right? So now there's HIPAA-compliant chat that can go back and forth between the doctors or the other providers. Mm -hmm. It's live chat. If you want to go to the doctor's office, scan it. There's a PDF scanner built into the app, so you can mm -hmm. scan that information back and forth. It's streamlined communication that goes back and forth, and it's all right there, and it stays there. Um, 
it's just, I mean, it and it's just beneficial on so many levels for so many different people. It's gone bigger than I thought it could go, um, sure. but I'm not done. And yeah, so that was my next question. Where where do you see it going? Like four year, five year, ten year plan. I mean, what's next? Wow, um, I want to um, I want to keep building more value inside there, um, and I think the, the that's unlimited. Just what we can do. I think that the athletic trainer is in a really unique position to have the amount of interaction that they have with an athlete is it doesn't go uh, it doesn't go it's not told the story's not told very very much so I'm doing my best to put my journalism back on and tell that story because sure. I think there it's it's a relevant story to tell and there's so many good stories to tell um, and because there's so much of that interaction I think there's a lot of value there so how do we continue to stretch out that value and dive into other areas. Mm -hmm. So I'm here at the third-party reimbursement because we're talking about billing. Well, can we build a good billing component inside there? I'm not going to build just any billing component. I want it something that's that's good for everybody. Mm -hmm. And not everybody can bill in this country if you're an athletic trainer. So um, are there other ways in which we can incorporate type of billing elements for side projects that maybe athletic trainers can do? Um, so that's important to me. How can I find value in that? But I'm going to learn, and I'm going to build it right, and I'm going to get consensus on it sure. before I do. Um, Safe was a perfect example of that, too. I wasn't sure if you are ready to go to that, but that's that was a, another thing. Um, how, so if somebody's interested yeah. in your EMR yeah. or your, any of your platforms, what's the best way for them to... to to go about getting in contact with you guys. Just call Amelia, right? Amelia? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll give you my cell phone number. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going that far. <laughs> no, it's really easy. We actually have um, live communication on our website. Just go to healthyroster.com, type something in on the uh, live chat bot right there at the bottom, and we'll get you going. It's pretty easy, pretty simple, pretty quick. I mean, we have people who are just one athletic trainer at a small high school, mm -hmm. um, too. We have... 120 at um, Ohio Health. We have um, Select Medical as a customer. They have lots and lots of athletic trainers. So. And I think um, my, well, one, going back to your story of kind of where when it hit home to you, yeah. that like what stood out to me the most is that somehow you made, you created something yeah. that made somebody very comfortable, right? In yeah. a moment when they could have been very uncomfortable. Right. And they didn't necessarily, well, they didn't even know you were connected to it at the time, right? Right. I mean, like, and that's it's really cool to start having impact across the country, really. Um, because you'll always you remember that, man. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm never going to forget mm -hmm. that interaction, that first yeah, one that yeah. I had when my daughter Absolutely. got hurt and she got, and mm -hmm. I connected that to my athletic trainer. Right, right. And then, I mean, to me, it gives me really a lot of comfort as well that if I were looking for a better way to communicate with my parents or do my documentation, that as an athletic trainer, I know that it's very possible that the other person on the on the other end of the phone is going to be an athletic trainer or has direct access to a bunch of athletic trainers to exactly. answer questions and get that little different perspective. I think one of the, the biggest things athletic trainers struggle with is that conversation of, well, what do you really do? Yeah. Right? And that's yeah. so for us to be able to have a conversation with somebody that understands athletic training, I think it's it's 
you're you're ahead of the game. You're ahead of the game by far. Well, I'm just trying to get everybody um, caught up to where I think they cool. should be as far as their awesome. understanding of what your profession is and yeah. what the value is that you guys bring to the table. Like when you go into that first meeting of the year, talking to all the parents at the high school or the college, whatever, they need to know who you are, why you're important, and all the assets that and resources that you bring to the table. And so it's at that moment where we get them engaged. And that's that's your, that's my tool that I'm giving cool. to you to have in your tool belt to say, here it is, and I'm going to talk to you all the time, and I'm going to give you resources, and I might send you some um, you know PDFs through the system coming your way. Um, I'm going to have all my forms on there. Don't worry about signing your forms and bringing a pre-participation form. Fill it out. You can fill it out right through the app, sign sure. it right through the app, and it's saved right there. Love Let's it. make your job easier. Let's make our connection seamless so that when it happens and guess what it's going to happen at some point in the four years that you're here you're going to get hurt i'm going to be there for you and you guys are are you the only or one of the only like mobile first we were mobile first yeah i mean i think others might claim that from a documentation standpoint that they do mobile but it's probably just like a go ahead and as, far, as far as like a cross reference of a web portal and yeah. an app we are the only ones that have that a um, full fledged now, yes we were app first though yep app first and to combine that documentation and communication together nobody's ever done that obviously and our approach is totally different I mean we have a startup approach to what we're doing here mm -hmm. yeah. um, and um, we raised capital to build up this company sure. and we took a lot of chances um, but we thought it was worth it and we had a good good market to, and good people to work with yeah. Um, before we get onto the safe yeah. uh, platform, I, I did want I was supposed to ask you about um, the Data List Center. Oh, and cool. how that yeah. ties in. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a good piece too. Um, that and the other thing was um, industrial. We're getting big into industrial. That's kind of I think how we're going to go grow stronger too. I think there's a whole segment of people there um, who are. Um, of my age <laughs> sure. um, and that are laboring uh, but still have the same type of ailments that athletes mm -hmm. do and uh, industrial is going to be a huge segment for us we're getting into that pretty hot and heavy in 2020 um, but data list so here again round table we sat down with all of our college customer ATs um, pulled some in via uh, video and phone as well had a big um, conglomeration of stuff and they said um, we want um, more resources from a, a mental health capacity, and we also want to make sure that we are sending stuff uh, to the NCAA, um, and that is kind of Daedalus, what Daedalus does. They gather up this information, they send it off, um, and similar to what I think our philosophy is, is trying to make that process more streamlined and better, that's kind of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to do that too and make it better from a research perspective, so not to go unnoticed with all the different data that uh, that is being inputted by athletic trainers across the country. So we're making that pretty easy. Um, I think that's coming in, it, I think, the next couple weeks. Right. I just think I'll, is when that will be live. But you'll just be able to hit a button, and all that data will transfer into Datalist. So there's no, like, export and send it off. It's like sure. you hit a button, and all that information goes over to Datalist okay. so they can well, see it. So Just tracking trends and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, the research piece is big. Research. Research. <laughs> research? Did I miss something? No. Inside joke. Evidence-based research? Evidence, yeah. What are you talking oh, about? We can I get on you. board here. You can? Yeah. No, we can get on board with that. Cause I, I think it well it creates the, the, it creates the, the, opportunities for athletic trainers to see trends. Taking something as simple as more injuries happen in September yeah. across high schools than any other month. I mean, does that and what are these injuries and can we pick A, B, and C to right. then try to affect that change. I right. mean, 
that's that's the kind of research from my side yep. that I love seeing mm-hmm. because then I get to implement some things. Yeah. Not you should do this one exercise for your ACL rehab, otherwise yeah. you're doing a crappy job. And research was always something that I wanted to get into uh, after we started to generate some revenue because sure. that was important. We had to make the company mm-hmm. run first mm-hmm. um, yeah. and pay the employees yeah. and play those developers who are doing all that code. Sure, Amelia is worth it. She is worth it. <laughs> She's totally worth it. She was definitely one of my first hires. There's no doubt about that. Oh, Chad. EMRs. Yes. How do you feel about it now? Well, after the interview, I felt good about it. Yeah. But I still wanted to... We still... We're the candid guys. Correct. So I still was kind of like reserving judgment, I guess I should say. Sure. Uh-huh. Until we had a chance to actually get our hands on it. Which we have. Which right? we have. And we've we've played around with it. Yeah. So it's an app. I mean, right? This and is so... an app for your phone. So unless you are stuck with a flip phone. Ooh. I wish I was. <laughs> do you wish you had a flip phone? Every once in a while. Every when when while. was the last time you had a non-app-based phone? A non-app-based phone. Yeah. Oh, God. How many Pro- decades? Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, probably a decade. I'm sure it was like 2008, 2007, somewhere oh, in there. Oh, man. I probably know. I bought my first smartphone in 2006, probably. Can maybe you, five. I can't even remember what it was like not having a, a smartphone. I can remember. Yeah, I, I yeah. guess. I mean, I remember like paying up the Wahoo for a slider phone. Because it was, I never had a slider, you know, like that was so cool. And then there was a camera on the back of where it slid up, and oh my god, spent way too much money on it. And then after that one is when I started getting into smartphones. Wasn't even an iPhone though; it was some, you know, Sony Ericsson something or other. And then, um, yeah, kept going that route. Leaf Ericsson. Leaf Erickson. Um, (laughs) So EMRs, they suck, right? No matter what, I I, this is my thing. EMR suck. Is it worse than cleaning a Gatorade? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, but a Gatorade cooler? <laughs> Gatorade cooler. Yes, I, it is. Is it, it is. worse than doing an ultrasound? No. So you'd rather do some documentation than you would? Yes. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. At least then I feel like I'm not wasting my time. Ultrasound? Um. So right off the bat, right? Okay. It's like you're you're not going to win me over. You're you're not going to give me an EMR. You're not going to give me an app and I and I'm going to walk away being like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to be on that again." Like I want to be on you all day long. Like, no. Like that's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's not again. So now, it's an EM, it's is it the sexiest product that you could Christmas shop for? No, but you still need to have it. You have to have it. So if you're going to have to do it, mm-hmm. this is the way you want to do it. Yeah. And so... And we got to play around with it. Yeah. And let me... I'm going to just... Full disclosure here. I wouldn't say... Uh, I'm not the most tech-savvy person. I might be in the bottom 10%. I might not be the village idiot when it comes to tech. Yeah. But I'm I'm pretty like okay, give me 
give me some help. Give me some help. Am I doing this right? That's just kind of who I am because I'm an old guy. I'm an old <laughs> guy who's not good with like just tech. So here's here's they, they set us up with this app. Uh-huh. And they sent us all these tutorials uh-huh. and videos and stuff like that. I didn't even use them. Nope. Because I, it was that easy. Yeah. So kudos off the bat, Healthy Roster, for designing an app so easy to use that even Chad could do it. Well, and that's... Because Chad figured it out without the tutorials that you provide. Yeah. So you can... you can. I mean, they're going to give you the help if you need it. Yes. I just wanted to see... I wanted... The first test was, how easy is this? Can I do it without the help? And it passed. It's interesting, right? It's it's that idea of you're the, you're the tech guy. I'm not a tech guy. You really are. I understand it more than you do, but I don't understand. You're like super quick with this garage band stuff, and I'm not. No. But because so here's the thing, you took the time to like watch tutorials and things like that, and yeah. then you just I needed a step by step, and then you practiced it, and then you got you got it. But um, I mean, I often when it comes down to other platforms, web-based things, even just websites. It's like, I it should be user-friendly. It's got to be user-friendly. Um, and that's because not all athletic trainers are built to understand how a website or how an app can keep my records straight. Let's right? let's back up one step. Hmm. What, let's give. The, let's. What are you used to? What's your background? And without, you don't have to name names, whatever. So, so, so you came, I, and I'm only asking that because I actually know the answer. You came from yeah. a professional baseball where you had a custom. Yes. You had a custom EMR built for you. So in professional baseball, everybody from rookie ball to major leagues uses the exact same EMR system so that when there are players that move from organization to organization, it's a seamless transition um, to send overall files and so forth. Also, about, I guess it, now it would be close to 15 years ago, around 15 years ago, a lot of like PBATs got together and said, we need something better than what we're using right now. Because what we're using right now is just not great. Um, so they commissioned a bunch of money and a bunch of resources and apparently the smartest coders and the smartest people in the entire world that to create a platform and what i learned is that over my 10 years of being in baseball that every year it changed and every year somebody had a gripe about this somebody had a gripe about that um so it's similar to a shoulder special test if there's mm-hmm. 50 of them, there's a reason there's 50 of them because none of them are any good. Well, and I, yeah, I mean, like, it's what's good for you isn't necessarily good for me, correct? Right? That's so, a way of and not, it. not only because we you work at a university level and I was working on the pro level, but then also you you see things that go A, B, C, D, E. And I go A, B, C, G, D, F, Q, right? Because my brain's silly. Um, 
So one thing I do know is that all EMRs have to change all the time, right? Because they, they, they have to keep adapting to what the masses are um, asking of it. And, you know, every year there's something new, right? There's a new scat. There's a new, I don't know, balance test. Who knows? But so what are you used to? So I use um, at my school. I use one of the competitors. Yeah, uh, it's a a web based, um, it's a web based platform. You can go right. log on your computer and then enter it in. They did, um, they did offer some mobile applications where you could log. I mean, do it from your phone or an iPad. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna be honest. I never I never used it because I thought it underperformed. Yes. So. Yes. Again, after trying this out just, you know, recently, yeah. I would say that this was a much more friendly version. Yeah, I mean, 100% the platform that I used was so intricate and so drop-down box heavy and mm-hmm. um fill out this field heavy uh that to put it into an app form one, the app would have had to been probably huge, but then two, it just everybody knows what it's like to fill out forms online on your phone. It Ooh. can be a pain in the ass. Rough. And this that system, n- no chance. I'm sitting there at the end of the night doing it on my phone. Um, at the same time, my, there was I, my eyes are so bad. I need a big screen. Sh- yes, you do. Dear, you got the magnification going on on that phone for sure. Boom. Um, I also I, I think in the baseball world there weren't there wasn't many times where I needed an app. Like you're always at a baseball field that is a an arena, a stadium that has Wi Fi, that has and now granted every once in a while we were somewhere that the Wi Fi wasn't great, but then we you know, we could hotspot our phones or whatever. So and, here's the flip side of that argument though. Yeah. Having this app you don't have to wait until everything's done and you can go back to your office and then start documenting. Yeah. You can. There's cuz there's some downtime. There can be. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If if it's okay in my setting, for you you were in every day was a game. You got to be on high alert yeah. during yeah, games. Yeah. For me, if I'm sitting there during practice watching 45 minutes of batting practice, yep. Or you know, simulated innings thrown bullpens yep. whatever yep. Mm-hmm. and i'm just sitting there for 45 minutes yeah now then i have to wait to go back to my office and clean up and then start entering notes uh-huh. this is a time saver for sure absolutely for sure. And, and um i know in the interview dan mentioned it uh, the voice to text thing yeah we tried it we tried it and it was there i was i got a little excited about it yeah now <laughs> It makes me have to enunciate a little bit better. A little bit. I got to stop mumbling. This is why I do a podcast. <laughs> it's just good podcast. I just want to share my mumbling. When you mumble the world no. away. <laughs> so uh, it would that that's a really a very cool and feature. It, it worked pretty good, right? So you just you were on the soap. Well, here's what didn't and work. Then, here's what didn't work. You and I were doing it at the same time. Yeah, and it would hear you talking to, into your phone while yeah. I'm trying to talk into mine. So I purposely did that. Yeah. So if you if you use talk to text, 
just make sure you're not around coworkers or athletes because who knows right. what they're saying. Right. Yeah. Or, I mean, don't be on the bench at a basketball game. I mean, you're going to have to be doing it in a quiet area. But yeah. that's just – that's voice to text no matter what. It's not like that's the app. That's not their app. It's not the app's fault. It's legitimately – it's trying to pick up your voice and no. it's going to pick up other things. It's just like being on a phone call. When you're on a phone call, every once in a while, people can hear the things going on behind you. Right. Yeah, but the fact that the app allows you to do it. Right. Is a time saver. And it wasn't. So the way it, I liked, it was confusing at first, right? We were expecting to see a microphone yep. on the app, yep. but it wasn't. It's not. It's your phone's in the keyboard voice to text on the keyboard. Yeah. So you just, you just push the, the microphone on your keyboard and then all of a sudden you you're doing voice to text yeah which i liked because then it it also was um familiar right and so it was just you're typing and you're doing all the same controls off of what you do every day your text message app on the app yes right it's n- yes it's not it's not new it's not no um i mean okay so there's some dra- drag down menus and then there's this you know open field where you can either text but you know type what? or voice command here's the thing yeah the drag down menus what happens when when if it is a menu that there's multiple choices it takes over the whole screen yep which is not so it's and that's important it's a small thing that like when i was saying with the emr that i used to use they they wouldn't have been able to incorporate that somehow but like you know, if you press on the arrow and there's multiple options, now the only thing that shows on the screen that comes forward are those 12 options. Yep. And so, therefore, you're not like, you're not scrolling on the screen and then all of a sudden you're only scrolling the the actual drop-down box and then you're only scrolling the screen and it gets confusing. So, kudos to the coders. Yeah, so what they've done really well, uh, the EMR side of it is pretty user-friendly and it's going to save you some time. Yes. We haven't even, between the two of us, as we've been talking about, we've been talking about those features so much, we forget that this is also a communication tool. Correct. Which is how it started. Yes. Now, in my setting, your setting, maybe we're not talking to parents. No. But we will talk to doctors or to coaches or whomever, other athletic yep. trainers. Like I split, you know, um, I split a sport at my school with a couple other people. And we need to communicate. It actually, I sent Kevin a message. We made up some scenarios with some fake, with our significant others. Okay? <laughs> My significant got, other got hurt. We put in an injury in for her. Yep. Your significant other, I don't think is hurt, but you put in something. Yep. I sent you a note just to try the communication side of it. Correct. And what you said was, you're no good at athletic training, <laughs> so it's going to take longer for her to get better. Well, yeah. Ha-ha. Well Duh. done. So... You can well. So here's okay. Document that, Chad. You suck at jo- your yeah. job. I can't wait for like the healthy roster folks to be like, let's see, let's see what Chad and Kevin were like doing on the app. We were making up rehab yeah. exercises. Up crap. Um, we did a lot of animal flow. We did some animal flow for yeah. uh, apparently a elephant a con- is a head contusion. <laughs> yeah. I ca- I kinesio taped some crap because of a head contusion. Yeah. Um. No, so okay, I if I jump back in my life two years ago, I'm sitting in Biloxi, Mississippi, covering a baseball team. One of my players gets hurt. I run out into the field. 
I have to take him out of the game. We're in the dugout because he's grabbing his stuff. You know, okay, we're going to go back to the training room. He's grabbing his stuff. Yeah, he's grabbing his stuff, like his bat. <laughs> oh, you know, okay. his glove. Oh, okay. I misheard he, that. I mean, that all all jokes aside, I had multiple times where a guy had to grab his stuff and go into the training room because he maybe took one off the dirt or a foul tip, okay. and he didn't like it. Um, and so in this time, right, I am now either getting text messages or sending text messages mm-hmm. to the farm director, yep. to the medical director, to the athletic training coordinator, minor league athletic training coordinator. And then God forbid it was maybe like a major league guy that was on rehab or something. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's holy crap. I'm sending 43 different text messages. Yep. So my, like with this app, if I would have had this app, yep. One. if I would it legitimately would have just put in the injury or just been, I would have sent one message or one note really quick. Mm-hmm. It would have gone to the whole group that is there. Yep. Or I put, yeah, I, because when you created the injury, are you, even when you did like a, you did a status update on your athlete, your yep. significant other, it sent me a message yes. right away. Like Chad Henneberry just changed the status, has changed uh, our updated status for so-and-so. Yes. Um, that would have been great. And now I still would have later had to send out or call, I'm sure, to like actually have verbal communication with other people. But I can't tell you how many times I had to write text messages, lengthy text messages of like, because it would be uh, left fielder appears to be like, took him out of the game, appears to be a left hamstring strain. Evalu- or I'll, I'm evaluating now. I'll let you know as soon as I know more. And then I would have to send another text. Looks like a grade two hamstring strain. Typically, you know, say six to eight weeks, whatever, um, blah, 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 blah. But there was always more and more and more and more communication. If I had this app, I could have just done my my quick incident report, vocal, and it would have sent it to everybody right away. Yep. That would have been pretty cool. So even in my setting, I'm I'm finding a a use for this. I'm finding a use. Yeah. And... Forgive us for neither one of us having the high school experience where you have yeah, to communicate I, with parents. We just don't know how that would work. No. Um, I'm guessing pretty well. Yeah. I mean, so when I, from my understanding, is if I were to click on an athlete, their communicate, like, so in their settings of that athlete, the phone number, the email, all, whatever, is connected probably is assuming to the parent if they're under Mm -hmm. 18 if something happens they get notified of it right if your mom can't be at your basketball game but you roll your ankle and the athletic trainer puts something in the at the the parent's going to know about it now this is where my brain goes if all my parents know that that's what's going to happen i don't have to call them all the time yeah so i don't have to like i hate calling people <laughs> like, i hate talking to you chad I just ha- like i as much as i talk on this freaking podcast right like i hate talking to people on the phone and more than anything like, i hate calling parents about a kid that's injured like I, one i don't want to deliver that news and two like 
if it's a voicemail, I like probably gonna leave too long of a voicemail because I talk too much. And then it's gonna get cut off. You're gonna have to call back, leave yeah. a longer voicemail. So if they can just quickly get details of what happened, yeah, and then they can then they can also call me, or I can put in a you know I'll follow up with parents in the morning or what have you. There's going to be instructions and all, all the above. Um, that's pretty of, nice. But that's of, pretty nice. A lot of cool features. Yeah. A really lot of cool, cool features. features. Uh, communication, EMR, wrapped up in the one, a very friendly user app. Yeah. Um, what, do you have any other big picture things? I mean, we could do a, we could sit here and talk it's, for another 30 minute like, yeah, product review, I mean, right. which is probably. It's not, customizable. Yeah. Like it, so it, you know, the first the first time I tried putting in a treatment, and I'm like looking at okay, what are the things that we can, as far as services or treatment types I can put in? It's pretty limited on our end, but that's just because they quickly made us what a quick customization. Yep. You can add whatever you want. Yes. Um, including you know, and then also you're furthering out like. Um, your follow-up services, so you add your doctors and so forth, so forth. Um, yeah, big picture stuff, it works. And I think you mentioned this during the interview. I think the cool thing to remember is that this is a company that has six athletic trainers on staff and Correct. is doing roundtable discussions with customers all the time going, how is this going? What needs to be improved? Yeah. So this... It's only going to get more user friendly, uh, and I mean, it's just it's going to keep improving. Yeah, it's it's the um, the infrastructure of what they have here is incredible, and for me, I just think about the ease of use and how. To me, the most important thing is could this save me time? Right. Is this going to save me time and make documenting easier because I hate to do it? I mean, there's. And it's a resounding yes to me. But there's, so there's even this like little tab that says care circle, right? Yep. And we don't have anything in there right now, but underneath this athlete, there's going to be, the care circle probably has parents' phone number Mm -hmm. or it has physician phone number Mm -hmm. or it has mental health professional phone number. Mm -hmm. And right from the app, you just click that person's name and boom, you can communicate with them. Like now, granted, oh my gosh, you got to get out of the app and then you got to find the number on your contacts list. Still, wait, like this is where we need to go. Like it needs to access, I need to have that right there, particularly if I am a high school athletic trainer or a club sport athletic trainer. I mean, when I was covering club sports for a couple years Mm. and I was, you know, 12 year old kid goes down at practice, if I had their contact information in here. That would have just that would have been a lot easier. Yep, smooth, quicker, right? Saving time, um, and I like it that. I mean, it's it's a company that's employing athletic trainers to make athletic trainers' lives better. <laughs> it's 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 good. And there's an ultimate goal, right? Like Dan says it. Like my ultimate goal was to create something that could probably put me at ease a little bit when my athlete 
meaning like or my son or my daughter gets hurt yep at a game or practice like yeah and how do i do that i need to talk to athletic trainers super cool super cool again um i know he mentioned this if you're interested go to their website yeah it's pretty easy healthyroster.com contact them contact them it's super they're the nicest people that we've met yeah amelia did not give out her phone number no so sorry sorry um she was trying to make a sale yeah yeah (laughs) so yeah if you're interested um contact them at healthyroster.com yeah um and the fact is uh in this world of sports medicine documentation is not going away it is not it's sad Nope. Um, so since it's not going away, let's let's turn it into an easier part of our job. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Just kudos to Healthy Roster for coming coming up with something that I think is really going to be able to help a lot of athletic trainers do their job a lot easier. Right. 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 So um, yeah, and so I think we got one more of these fun episodes with Dan. Yes, we got um, one more next week. Monday we will have. A regular show. A, a regular Whatever that show? means. We don't have regular anything. I don't even know anymore. So um, we appreciate you guys listening yeah, to this. Absolutely. Let's do it again soon. Yeah, we'll catch you later. All right. Bye.